0: What's going on, everyone? My name's Luke. My name is Flo. And welcome to episode two of our conspiracy of the Mer people, Flo.
1: Yes, and yes. Okay. So a little bit of little bit of uh, disclaimer. Um, I am speaking via Skype, computer, Discord, so I may or may not sound terrible. And I want to get this ball rolling. If we're going to talk about the Mer people, if you haven't listened fully to our last episode, which you totally should, and tell your parents about it, um. We are discovering the Murr people. It's a secret species of evolved guppy fishy people that live in the two ponds in Mona Vista. Now the two ponds were created by an asteroid thousands of years ago. One of the asteroid fragments that came up that like eventually broke the dinosaurs, killed them all. Um so that asteroid fragment split into two and then created two craters where Mona Vista is today. And as those, like, craters started to fill up with rainwater and stuff like that, um, little amoebas began to slowly evolve until we have the people. And if I please, wanted to describe please the distra- mer-people yep. to you, Thank imagine you. a slug upright with a human head but no neck and human legs and human arms. And it, it just, it just, the sound that it makes when it runs is kind of like a wet flip-flop. Ew. If you, if you ever were to go out. Yes, it very the is, fe- What does it feel like?
0: Because the feeling of a wet flip-flop feels even worse.
1: Oh, no, it's just like the slapping sound as it walks, because it has enormously large feet in order to help it swim through. Um, there are two different species of algae people, people. Um, there are the red and the green people, and um, we've discovered that over the years they have started a race war between each other and have been breeding at an alarming rate in order to uh, become the superior race, and so today we're going to actually go and make contact. While they cannot speak, they do make a weird, disgusting hacking sound. Luke, would you care to demonstrate their call? <laughs> yes, that was so accurate. Now, um, please join us on our mission, where we described you in detail. Um, the den of the Mer people. Before,
0: and, before that and, though, we we mm-hmm. took. We took actions into our own hands, and we felt like yes. we had to go ask someone someone who, who's blah, 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 administering the school. And yes. so we approached uh, Dr. Salerno. Flo, what did we do from there? So
1: we, we had to approach her and be like, do you know about the people? And the only thing we were met with was suspicious laughter and uh, sounds that sort of sounded like coughing, sneezing, wheezing all at once. Goopy
0: sneezing. Goopy
1: goopy he knew something we didn't and honestly if i if i'm being quite honest that that sound sounded pretty similar to the schlap of the mer people um so that they gave us a very good incentive on why we want to go here so obviously we had to break into school um we're coming at night and as i've said previously the guppy people are afraid of humans because we are um me and luke are six foot seven and terrifyingly tall compared to the four foot the four foot five uh, guppy people. So obviously we tower over them and we can overpower them. So that's why we are unafraid compared to the six printers who have been eaten in the past.
0: Of course. So after Dr. Seleno rudely shoved us out of his office we had to we knew that we need to we need to take matters into our own hands. So what we did is we decided to spend the night in the dorms during, after school on a, on a, what day did we do it, Friday? Or was it, was it Thursday?
1: It was a, um, Friday night, Thursday morning around like 2 a.m. Well, just describe,
0: Thursday. describe the setting.
1: Okay. It wasn't a dark and stormy night, but it was a very, very heavy misting. Um, the, the air was quite thick was very, very cold and misty, and there were some deer, which was very, very lovely. But as we made our journey out of the dorms, it was pitch black. Uh, nothing was able to be seen besides the few lamps that were littered around campus. And as we made our way to the forest that had an ominous glow and a few deer and possibly a coyote or two, um, it was freezing and uh, wet, which is the perfect temperature of the Mer people. So we have chosen that day because this is their natural climate. Yes. So. We,
0: we adventured did, off.
1: Yes. <laughs> we, we ventured into the territory of, first we started with the green algae people, because they tend to be a more... Um, docile. ...advanced, yeah, more docile... Um, more, more scientific. Like if we we're, were to think about these, we would. Is it we would scientific? Say that people like we would say red algae people versus the green algae people. They were like the Spartans and the um and like the Athenians. You know, we have the no. Spartans who are brutes, and we have the Athenians who are more logical and like to know things, but maybe we're not as strong and powerful. So we wanted to start with the more um,
0: okay, understandable. Okay, yes. I like it
1: hmm
0: so. so, what did we do when we were walking there? I remember we were crossing the New Performing Arts Chapel and we started to see this mysterious figure. And we didn't know who it was, but all we knew is that we needed to follow them. And they were suspiciously creeping around the ponds. Flo, what did they do from there? Yeah.
1: So I, I I remember vaguely, I mean it's it's very hard when you get knocked out by magical more people dust like we did that one time when we visited the red algae people. But um as I came to my senses, while things were a bit hazy and hard to understand, I could I could make out um a leather satchel and uh, loafers and I thought that this could be no one but a teacher. And haven't we learned that the teachers are obviously hybrids?
0: Yes, as we've seen in the in the previous epi- as we've seen yeah. the previous episodes, there they clearly hide a lot more than we believe.
1: Yes, yeah, so we, we, we like take a look at this and, like in a full in a full perspective, and we have these mer people, these mer people, and we've had bat people. So how how crazy would that sound if now that we decide to go with the fact that the mer people might or may not be advanced enough to disguise themselves as humans, and so. As, I, as I'm staring off into the the hazy mist and I see this teacher I have no idea who he was but he was definitely a sixth grade teacher because they're evil he just he had like he was short he was a very small person
0: um why, what does that mean so why does a, a middle school teacher have to be short
1: because they don't want to be too intimidating to the middle schoolers because middle schoolers are scared of everything they're like tiny bears.
0: oh that makes sense why high school teachers are nine feet.
1: Yeah, exactly. A high school teachers are nine feet, and obviously because middle schoolers are four foot, three, four feet tall, then the middle school teacher would be about five feet tall, right? Um. Seems logical. So, yeah, so of course this is logical. I, I only tell facts here. Um, And so I, I watched as this teacher slowly started to walk straight into the green algae pond. Um, and what was interesting about this is that he took off his jacket, and it was very, very slimy. It made like, a weird, like, sound when it came. And, um, I, I looked at it, and I was like, that's not a regular body. That's strangely mucus-like, and dare I say it, malformed. And so, uh, as I'm, as I'm staring onto this, I think to myself, I need to get out, because all of a sudden, a sense of dread came over me, and you, you were still passed out, so I had to wake you up so we could get away. Um.
0: Yeah, I didn't know what was going on. I mean, I was just, I don't, what, how did I exactly get knocked out? Going back to that.
1: They blew mushroom spores into our face to make us pass out so that they could run away back into their pond safely without us overpowering. Yes. That is one of their main defenses. They also use cocktail skewers as tiny little darts and um, uh, they have attack cats.
0: They clearly slipped up because they, they must not have slipped you enough mushrooms to knock you all the way out. I think they I'm were clumsy.
1: clumsy. Mhm. And so, I think that's because we skin them so much. And so then, um, I have to think like all of a sudden this—he takes off his shoes and he's substantially shorter. I'm guessing he was wearing lifts or platform loafers. And he drops to the floor and scuttles like a little tapping sound back into the pond. And I'm running for my life because I see all the guppy people slowly start to raise their disgusting short necked little heads out of the water. And I come and I grab you. And then that's when you wake up. You can remember exactly what happened. It was literally just us running out um, with the fear of God in our eyes.
0: I could hardly remember it.
1: And so then when we came back, I had to help you get back to your senses. We had a nice cup of coffee. And we had to retreat back to our mission control where we could record the data, which is what we are doing now.
0: Yes. So from, there, from there, we decided that This needed to be further investigated and we had to we had to go deeper in in questioning the administration because there was there was clearly much more to be found.
1: It was it was a shame of a trip because while we made eye contact with the green algae people, we never truly got
0: a good um, look at them.
1: To to initiate with them because the race war had begun and the red algae people have infiltrated their pond, which is pretty much what happened. But
0: on the next episode we'll have to get into that.
1: On the next episode, catch us where we make official contact at dawn, when the guppy people come back into the forward For you, coming to sit with us on this chat, we will give you live, live footage of our encounters with the algae people. Thank you.
0: Yes.